Hello friends, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Tales from Overseas. Once again, we are happy to have returning pros and new pros included in the show this week. Tune in every Wednesday to get behind-the-scenes stories from your favorite players. And remember, the best compliment you can give the show is telling your friends about us and giving us a five-star review on Apple. Stay excellent! My name is Kim Robitaille. I'm from Repentigny, Quebec. I'm an alumni of Sherbrooke University, and I currently play for Cesame Tergoviste in Romania. I got there on October 9th, the day after our last match in Poland, and I started to practice with the team on the next Monday, so October 10th. I practiced for two weeks, two straight weeks, because we wanted to prepare for the Super Cup that was last weekend. And so it was pretty rough for me, um, but I think it was a good learning experience that, yeah, we're coming from Worlds and we still want to be in that performance mindset because we have something really important on the line. And it ended up being very bad for us. Uh, The results are not what we expected. And we definitely wish we did more. It was not the best volleyball, obviously. We've been all together for a week before playing that cup. And you could tell that the connections weren't like the best. And we have a lot of work to to do now before um, the start of the championship. My first impressions uh, on this year's team is, I think we have really, really good players. Half of our team is Romanian and the other players come from Serbia, Bulgaria, Croatia, Greece, and I think myself. We will have to play hard because six teams in the championship improved in terms of level and players. And the championship is way, way, Uh, stronger than last year and the other years but I'm really excited about what's coming and how we can improve as a team and how we can get really really good results if we put all our minds into it so yeah I think we have really good humans on the team our coach and the organizations are making sure everything is in place for us, that we have everything we need and that we can focus on performance and um, bringing the results back to the club. Hey, what's going on, guys? Pearson Mashenko checking in uh, tales from overseas here all the way from Lundberg, Germany. It's been a couple of weeks since I last sent in a update. Um, my last update, I was talking about how we were just uh, about to begin our, our German league season and that we had our first round of international matches, um, going on, um, pleased to report we won our home opener and, uh, won our first international match in the CEV cup. Um, our matchup was against a, a team from Montenegro. I, I actually don't think I could have pinpointed where Montenegro was on a map before um, having this matchup. Um, but nevertheless, traveled down from northern Germany, down the Baltic coastline to Budva, Montenegro. Played top volley Budva, this coastal city. Um, 
yeah, with this club team. Um, absolutely gorgeous getaway. It was still really warm there. They got the Mediterranean Sea right there. Um, so it was really, it was like a little vacation. It was really nice to get away. Uh, we also won three, nothing in Budva. And then the following week when they came to us, we won three, one. So we are advancing in the international tournament, CEV cup. Um, our next opponent is Dynamo Bucharesti from Romania. So I've also never been to Romania. So <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this game is bringing me to a couple spots. So, um, I thought I would take a couple minutes here just to explain how all these international matches work over here in uh, pro life overseas. I remember being in club and even university, to be honest, and being, um, yeah, just kind of in the dark with, with how all these competitions work. Uh, meanwhile, it's obviously the sport I play and the highest level of the sport I play and not really understanding how the tournaments and competitions worked was kind of, yeah, like maybe I, I kind of wish I did that a little bit differently when I was uh, in university. So, so pretty much there's three tiers of the international tournaments. So there is Champions League as the first tier. The second tier is CEV Cup and the third tier is called Challenge Cup. Now, depending on how good each league is, is depends how many Champions League, CEV and Challenge Cup berths you get. So it's um, a country like Italy has a very, very strong league. Um, I think they have four Champions League berths, two or three CEV, and maybe one or two Challenge Cup. So most of the league is playing in this international showcase, these international tournaments. Germany, on the other hand, uh, traditionally had only had two Champions League berths. Uh, we've gained three just because Russia lost all their berths because of being banned from international competitions starting the conflict in Ukraine. So this year, Germany is three Champions League and two CEV berths. So and one of the CEV berths is uh, has been has been given to Lundberg because of our finishing spot from last year. Um, so challenge and cv uh, tier number two and three work in a bracket format similar to march madness so you do a home and an away uh, matchup you gain three points if you win three nothing three one and if this set or if the set if the game goes to five sets each team gets one point and the winner receives a second so you do a play down this way so that per, the team with the highest amount of points after those two matchups moves on in the bracket. Uh, Champions League is a little bit different. Um, it's fun. It's uh, it, it forms. There's a qualification phase. But after this, um, starting in actually mid-November, there's the formation of these uh, pools. So each each pool has four teams in it. You do a home and away with every other team in your pool. Um, I believe it's two weeks on, one week off, two weeks on, all the way through. It takes till about mid-January to to finish this this pool round of Champions League, um, and whoever has the most points, uh, the top two with the most points, moves out of the pools into the playoff phase. Um, I know that Champions League has some free streams on YouTube. If you search CEV Champions League men's or women's, I know they have some free streams on there. Um, also, if you're if you're interested in watching um, Euro Volley TV, I think it's maybe eight bucks a month, um, and you can tune in to like the highest level of volleyball that is played. So um, definitely worth it for some of those. Uh, for some of those matches if if you're a volleyball fan if you're in club or university and kind of want to see what it looks like at the next level and uh, 
yeah, maybe even gain some some own some uh, some new ideas for your own game um, could be could be worth the investment. Um, so that's actually starting the second week of November. These um, these international tournaments are always played midweek, Tuesday through Thursday, because most leagues will have their league games on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, with that said, if you're doing well in either Challenger CEV Cup in this bracket format or you're in Champions League, you have a lot of volleyball to play. Um, yeah, there's there's obviously a lot of travel days and you have a lot of a lot like maybe even double the amount of games um, a team who's not participating in these international tournaments might have in a season because uh, you're going Wednesday, Saturday, you know, Thursday, Friday, like every every week. And this is kind of the setup right now for us in Germany um, until we get kicked out of CEV. We're going Wednesday, Saturday or Wednesday, Sunday, pretty much all the way through December. Um, so if we keep winning, we'll keep being busy. I'm, you know, fingers crossed that we stay busy because that's, uh, I mean, that's what I'm here to do. So, um, and it's always good to win, but, um, yeah, it can turn into a lot if you're involved in these international competitions, um, regarding our league right now, um, it's a Tuesday currently, but we play Berlin, um, tomorrow on a Wednesday, uh, kind of an odd time for a league game, but it works for both of us because we're both in the, these international competitions. Uh, Berlin traditionally has always been like a top team in Germany, at least in the last five to 10 years, they've been pretty dominant. A couple Canadians have passed through Berlin, uh, Graham Bygrass, middle blocker who just retired recently. And then Stephen Marshall as well. Um, None currently, but uh, those guys have rolled through there in the past. Um, yeah, Berlin uh, actually made it to the quarterfinal of uh, Champions League last year. So they have a strong, solid program, solid team, and it's going to be a lot of fun to play them tomorrow. Uh, we play them at home, so we'll have our, our home crowd advantage, home gym. And uh, yeah, we'll take it to them and see what happens. So really looking forward to that. Um, and then moving forward, like I said, Saturday, Wednesday, all the way through. So, uh, that's all for me right now. Um, hopefully <laughs> I didn't ramble too much there and you guys have a little bit of an understanding of how those international competitions work. Um, yeah, stay healthy, stay safe. And, uh, until next time guys. Hey, Laura here from the Philippines, the PVL League. Um, this week we had a bye week, so we had a few days to train before our game this upcoming Thursday. It was kind of like an overload week since we didn't have any games, so my body is kind of screaming at me, but c'est la vie. I'm not sure why, but somehow I ended up trying some crazy food this week, and I need to tell you about it because I was impressed with myself for even trying it. So, okay, so the first one that I tried was called balot, which is like a premature chick. I guess, like a little baby chicken inside an egg. Um, so it's like an egg and it looks like it's hard boiled and you peel it the same way. But when you bite into it, it's literally like a baby chick, like the beak, the head and everything. But it was like all super soft. So like, and I didn't eat the beak, so it's fine. But like the feet and stuff kind of tasted like, you know, cartilage on a chicken wing. It was kind of like that. But Anyways, I ended up eating it and it wasn't that bad. And when I was eating it, it tasted like chicken. So like I told them like, oh, like it kind of tastes like chicken. And they all started laughing at me. And I'm like, why are you laughing? And they're like, it is chicken. And I'm like, 
Oh, so it's kind of like a okay blonde moment, whatever. But who's going to crack open an egg and assume that it's going to taste like chicken? But anyways, okay. So like on to the next, I had chicken feet. I guess I had chicken feet with the balot as well. But okay, I had chicken feet alone. And then I also had, um, I had this a few times last week. It was called Boodle Fight. And basically what they do is they kind of lay out all of the food on like palm leaves. So like noodles, sauce, rice, like meat, everything just on the palm leaves. And you literally eat with your hands, like no forks, knives, nothing. And you like take the sticky rice and the meat and the sauce or like the noodles and you put it all in a pile and then you literally pick it up with your fingers and put it in your mouth. Like it's so amazing. It kind of felt like I was a little kid again, but like way better. And yeah, I'm going to try and make it for my parents when I come home, but we'll see if they actually participate. But yeah, I think I've had more, but I can't really think of what else. I had like chicken intestines, but I feel like that's kind of normal. But yeah. Oh, and on the topic of food, um, as an athlete here, you get like these ID cards that like say you're a professional athlete and anywhere that you go and you pay for food, you can literally get 30% off, like literally anywhere, like Starbucks, even if you're like ordering like their version of Uber Eats. So that's pretty sweet. Um, what else happened this week? Oh, I met up with a fellow Brock athlete, um, that I used to go to school with who's playing on the Philippine rugby team and staying not too far. Um, so that's awesome. Um, it's actually crazy how lucky I've been the past three years. I've somehow like always had someone that I knew in the same country as me. Like in Switzerland, I had Gabby Majikowski, who um, I played club with. In Cyprus, I had a former Team Ontario beach coach. And in the Philippines, I have like a badger with me. So it just shows how small the world really is. But yeah, I've just been doing like a lot of training this week. Um, we're playing the first first place team in the league this Thursday, who's also our big sponsors, like sister company. So it's a pretty important game for us, but really bad time because two of our teammates went down with a knee injury and an ankle injury and are both like currently in cast. So we're down two players who usually sub in pretty often, which sucks. But as I mentioned before, like my team is in the military, so nothing really phases them. Like both times they literally just like picked up the girl, put her on the side of the court and let our PT like manage her while we continued practice. And like, it didn't really phase anyone, which is like kind of nice because it's reassuring that no one's like scared of our performance lowering because we're, we lost a teammate or whatnot. But yeah, it's also just like pretty wild because like their mindset is just so strong that it's nice to be around a bunch of like athletes that are continuously like pushing themselves and like always telling them that like it's all a mindset like your game depends on your mindset you can do anything you want so yeah that's kind of the recap for the week so hopefully i have more exciting news for you next time adios hey this is joey jarvis i'm from Vaughan, ontario canada um currently playing for ofi crete in Greece. Um, first impressions of Greek league and this team is uh, there's a lot of strong players in the league this year. Uh, some guys who played in Italy, Poland, some other strong national teams, and uh, it's looking like a pretty exciting year. The only thing that's pretty crazy right now is that uh, crazy thing that's been 
lingering around called COVID has been killing our team. Uh, so far, three players are positive, two physiotherapists, a statistician. So uh, it's, it's looking a little rough right now, but 